Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A smoke signal. Then came the telegraph, the telephone, radio. But for sheer speed and volume, nobody gets more news about more things quicker than a woman sitting around the beauty parlor. Like Mrs. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Another thing I heard at the beauty parlor, dearie, it seems that Mrs. McDonald's basement always being flooded with water was simply because her daughter, you know, the tall, skinny one, uh, would sneak down at night and loosen the pipes because she was in love with the plumber. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know it's true is because the same girl that does Mrs. McDonald's hair does mine, too. She's a small girl with fallen arches. And uh, her name is Roselle, and she says that after Mrs. McDonald's daughter eloped with the plumber, their basement was never flooded again, and Roselle says she touches it up because it's getting so gray. Well, all basements get gray, kiddo, between the cold dust. No, 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 Mrs. McDonald's hair, I mean. Oh. And sitting right next to me, under the next dryer, was Mrs. Keith, and her husband just flew to the Philippines last week, but it's on government business, so nobody knows it, so don't tell anybody. Hey, hey, hey. Wait a minute. Was that Billy Keith's wife? Yeah, but she said... Well, no wonder he ran out to the Philippines. That guy owes me seven bucks. (laughs) Why, that dirty chiseler goes halfway around the world to keep him paying me my seven bucks. But that isn't why he went, dearie. The government sent him. Oh, yeah. Well, you know the right people, and you can get the government to send you anyway. <laughs> I knew the wrong people in 1918, and they sent me to France. <laughs> Believe me, kiddo, Billy Keith knows the right people. Mrs. Keith said he got a $5 refund on his income tax last year, too. Aha, you see? He knows where the body is buried, kiddo. He knows who's speculating in what and on whose information. And another thing. He went into the Army as a low-down, ordinary private and come out with a commission, a technical sergeant. Well, if he's so smart, why does he have to go all the way to the Philippine Islands to keep some things? I don't know, but I'll better... Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh, hi, Oldtimer. My gosh, the Philippines. What you got in Sahalab, Johnny? <laughs> in some kind of trouble, are you, son? Maybe I can help out. I used to be a judge, you know. What? You used to be a judge? Well, heavenly days, a judge. Municipal estate, Mr. Oldtimer. Beauty contest, daughter. Cloudy <laughs> right City, back in 1911, that was. Had to give it up, though, when they started wearing them skimpy bathing suits. Skimpy in 1911? Oh, Johnny, they was awful. When them gals come passing out in them sleeveless bathing suits, they're clear up to the elbow, mind you. And rumors without hardly any skirts over them at all. Black cotton stockings and tennis shoes. Well, I just had to quit. <laughs> along the beach with one of them things on. <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny, but that ain't the way I hear it. I'd be interested to know how you hear it. Well, say, daughter, the way I hear it, one fella says, tell a fella, say, he says. <laughs> Where are you 
have in 17 days and I ain't reached the horizon yet. <laughs> See you later, kid. I'm going to forget all about collecting my seven bucks just because Billy Key scrammed out to the Philippines. There's no two ways about it any day in the week, irregardless. Can't you send him a letter or a cablegram? No, sir. Not another nickel will I spend on this guy. Oh, oh, it's the weatherman, McGee. Hello, Mr. Williams. Hi, Fog. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. My goodness, it must be getting colder out, Mr. Williams. I see you're wearing your earmuffs. Earmuffs? I'm... Oh... Oh, I forgot to take off my headphones. I've been busy with my shortwave radio. Oh. I am a ham, you know. Oh. Well, now, isn't that a coincidence? So is McGee, everyone says. <laughs> he don't mean that kind of a ham, Molly. He means an amateur radio operator. Hey, okay, Fog? Yes. yes. It must be handy to have a shortwave set in your business, Mr. Williams. You can get the weather reports from all over the world, can't you? Oh, I do, Mrs. McGee, I do. You do? Oh, yes. Just last night, I was talking to the British forecaster in Rangoon. He says the monsoon season has started. No kidding. Monsoon in Rangoon, eh? <laughs> you think they'll have a drought in the south, Foggy? <laughs> or maybe a little more snow and more, more snow in Kokomo? <laughs> Lots of rain in eastern Maine and storms in Mandalay. There'll be heavy gales in New South Wales, and I'm a slow, too. Good day. Oh, <laughs> he's getting comic, though, Mr. Williams. <laughs> Don't go, Mr. Williams. Uh, and say, can you get the Philippine Islands by short way? Oh, my gosh, I never thought of that. Can you get Manila, Foggy? Manila? Oh, yes. I often talk to a friend of mine down there. Quite simple, too. Just call 1-8-J-B to Manila, and if a man answers... It's him. Oh, this is wonderful. Look, come over and, uh, uh, let me come over and talk over it. Will you follow me over to your house? He wants to reach a friend of his down there by the name of Billy Keith, Mr. Williams. He's with the government. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I know, Billy. I'll call my man in Manila, have him get in touch with Keith, and ask him to stand by to talk to you. Fine. Uh, would nine o'clock this evening be all right? Oh, wonderful. Now, let's see, uh, what time would that be in Manila? That would be about 3.30 last Wednesday, wouldn't it? Well, 9 o'clock is 12, Foggy. I appreciate this a lot. Good. I'll go home right now and start setting it up. I'll just duck out the side door here. No, no, no. That's not the side door. That's the But I never did believe it. I'll see you tonight, probably. Hey, Molly, what time is it? About half past. Why? Well, I'm just checking. Paulie says it ain't the news. I'm coming over before a quarter to nine. Hey, you've known this Mr. Keith a long time, haven't you? Uh, did you two go to school together? No, no. I met him when I was on the road selling hair oil. Oh? Slick up hair oil for man or beast. On a man, it brings out the beast in women. That must have been before I met you. I didn't know you ever sold hair oil. Oh, sure. Slick up hair oil. <laughs> the only hair oil containing genuine McCaffrey. What on earth is McCaffrey? A Pat McCaffrey. He 
was the foreman out at the plant. Oh? He was stirring a vat of hair oil with a long pole one day, and his foot clicked. And after that, they always listed the cafe among the ingredients. McCaffrey. Everybody thought McCaffrey must be something wonderful, and he was, too, a very nice guy. I never heard of anything. Come in. Come in. Dr. Gamble, nice to see you, doctor. Thank you, my dear. And good day to you, Romeo. Romeo, eh? Do I really remind you of Romeo, Doc? Yes, you do. With a built-in balcony. Look who's talking about a balcony. <laughs> You're the only guy I know with a veranda all the way around. <laughs> a stoop with a porch, you might say. McGee, now stop at this instant. Well, he makes me tired. He's got things on his mind today, Doctor. He's trying to get a call through to an old friend in Manila. Yep, in Manila. That's in the Philippines, Doctor. Those are islands, the Philippines. Thank you. But isn't it a little out of character for you to send all that dough in a long-distance call, wallet watcher? When it comes to money, you're about as loose as wallpaper. Well, he isn't making a long-distance call, Doctor. Mr. Williams next door is getting Manila on his shortwave radio. Yes, and please omit the references to my fifty habits, Doctor. It ill behooves one of your ilk. It ill behooves one of my wits. I say it ill behooves one of your ilks to chide another for small economy. Is it true that you're putting up a new apartment building with the material you saved out of old plaster cast? Nonsense. How could he do that? I don't know. Ask him. You shouldn't talk about me being tight, Sonny. You pull a penny out of your pocket, people crowd around to watch the Indian blink in the light of day. <laughs> and another thing. I... Oh, but I mustn't go on like this. After all, I'm local chairman for American Brotherhood Week. Oh, are you really, Doctor? Mm -hmm. Then what is American Brotherhood Week? I've heard a lot about it, but I'm not quite sure. It's a week dedicated to the brotherhood of man, regardless of race or creed. Hey, Doctor? Well, I didn't think it was possible, Trumbull Brain, but you have finally said something with which I can agree. Certainly. You see, Molly, the idea is that nations can't expect to get along with each other if people can't. And sooner or later, if nations don't get along together, there'll be a series of loud explosions and there won't be any more people. Heavenly day. So we start on a local level. We suggest tolerance. Going to church, for instance, doesn't mean very much if you sneer at somebody else's on the way to your own. And speaking of sneering, I have a consultation with three other doctors in just 20 minutes. I'll see you both later. Well, good day, doctor. Bye, Molly. So long, brother. Take it easy, brother. <laughs> nah, I'm not a bad guy, old doc. I think I could be quite tolerant of him if he was more like me. <laughs> He's always... Hey, what time is it? About half past. Stop fretting, dear. Well, I'll stop fretting when I get that guy Keith on the line, sitting down there in the Philippines, blowing in my seven bucks. Probably in some test. Hey! I wonder how much seven bucks is in Philippine dough, I'm huh? sure I don't know, dearie. My gosh, that might be 50 bucks in Philippine dough. I'll make him pay me in Philippine dough, and that's oh, what I'll do. Come in. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Molly. Hiya, pal. Hi, Junior. Hey, you interested in shortwave radio? No, not very. Why? Well, himself here is going to talk to a friend of his in the Philippine Islands tonight, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah, Billy Keith, Junior. You've seen him around the Elks Club. Tall chap with a bow tie and snapshots of his kids. 
No, no, no. He's a little fellow with a pork pie hat and stomach trouble. I don't think I know him. Well, that's odd. I don't think I ever heard a more complete description. You're busy tonight, are you, Miss Wilson? Yes, I have to listen to a lot of recordings, some records I made myself. What was the idea, Junior? If you're so infatuated with your own vocal cords, why don't you just lock yourself in the shower with a big gargle? I am not doing this to hear my own voice. I'm trying to perfect my inflections. For instance, I ask myself, which is the best way to say it? But, but... Here's an ashtray. Here's an ashtray, Mr. Wilcox. In case you have an extra butt, you don't know what to do with it. Thank you, Molly. There's one thing I'd emphasize if I was you, actually. What's that, Sal? Goodbye. All right? Goodbye. Oh, goodbye. Hadn't we better get dinner over with so we'll be ready to go to Foggy's house at 8.45? Yes, I'll fix something that's easy. And say, how about waffles and bacon? Great, great. We got plenty of maple syrup? Right from Vermont, where Democrats travel by night. Uh... I'll have it ready in 20 minutes or less. Okay, Tootsie. <laughs> there goes a good kid. Luckiest day in my life was the day after I proposed to her when her old man came down with laryngitis. <laughs> If he hadn't lost his voice, he'd have talked her out of marrying me, sister Shirley. Hey, come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, Timmy. Hey, you know what? No, what? I'm going to talk over the short wave tonight to Manila. That's nothing, mister. Huh? My daddy and mommy talked over the short wave just this morning. They did? Did they get a bitch? Yeah. They talked over the short wave. Mama just got us a beauty parlor. Oh. <laughs> daddy didn't like it. <laughs> didn't they? He said, who? I said your daddy didn't like it. Why, why? Her short way. Oh. Your mama. When? This morning. I know it. <laughs> you don't have to be so casual about me speaking to the Philippines, sis. That's thousands and thousands of miles away from here. Well, see, mister, you don't have to tell me, I bet you. We had the Philippine Islands in school. Oh. The Philippine Islands flying the Malay Archipelago and they're made up of some 7,000 islands an hour. The capital is Manila on the island of Azam, and the principal exports are tobacco, sugar, cane, coconut oil, and general macaca. Well, you sure got a retentive memory, sis. You remember everything you get in school? Oh. <laughs> this is stuff I like, mister. <laughs> I'm reading a dandy novel right now in history class. A novel in history class? Yeah. <laughs> It sits right behind my history book and doesn't even show a bit of it. <laughs> oh, boy, is it ever romantic. Romantic, eh? Oh, I'll say. It's about a girl who works all the time and never has any time for boyfriends. She's a Ph.D. Ph.D.? Doctor of Philosophy? No, poor hard work and grip. <laughs> with a blind date for a dance and the boy turns out to be rich and handsome and the girl falls head over heels in love. So they get married? Oh, no. Hmm. Her family doesn't approve of her getting married to Oh, I see. So she runs out on the hero and doesn't even tell him her address. This duck. Oh, I see. Saves like a $2 sports shirt, eh? Yes. <laughs> but that doesn't stop him, I bet you. No. He drags out the throne and tears the town up. So he finds her on the last page and falls in his arms for the finish show boy. That's a very interesting plot, sis. That ought to make a good movie. It always has, mister. Oh, what's the name of that? Cinderella. Well, 
well, do come in. You're just about in time, McGee. Hi, Foggy. I've contacted Manila, and my friend Bukaya have Billy Keith on hand at 9 o'clock, if they can locate him. Fine. And if he's a government man, they'll know where to look for him. <laughs> May I have your coat, Mrs. McGee? What for? Hasn't your wife got a coat of her own? Oh, <laughs> he means he just wants to hang it up, Billy. Oh, ha, <laughs> ha, I just couldn't, Fog. Uh, yes. Now, if you'll just make yourself comfortable, I'll see if I can raise Manila again. W3KDC, Whistle Vista, calling 18JV to Manila. Come in, Manila. Come in, Manila. Yeah, don't stand out there in the heat, Manila. Come on in. I see you. W3KDC, Whistle Vista, calling 18JV to Manila. Come in, Manila. Uh, I'll wait a few minutes and try again. It isn't quite time yet, anyway. I, can't oh, I wonder who that could be. Come in. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Williams. This is your house, isn't it? It's <laughs> quite all right. Oh, hello, Wallace. And now, Mr. Wimple, come in. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, Mr. Williams. Uh, Mr. Easy crowd to you, anyhow. <laughs> this is old home week, Wallace. Sit down and relax, just like you were in your own home. <laughs> You've never been in my home, have you? Did <laughs> you ever try to relax in a living room full of pretty face, my big old wife? <laughs> Have you and her been having trouble again, Wimp? Mm, no, just me. Oh. Did you ever come running downstairs, yank open the front door and dash out and then find the screen was hooked? <laughs> Heavenly days, what brought that on, Mr. Wimple? Oh, pretty face is so unreasonable, Mrs. McGee. Her feet got cold last night, and she made me go bring her a hot water bottle full of boiling water. Mm. And she got angry at me. Oh, my goodness, I think that was pretty decent of you, myself. Mm. I thought so, too. After all, she didn't tell me to put the stopping in it. <laughs> well, we're just about to call Manila on the radio here, Wallace. Care to stay and listen in? Oh, thank you. That'll be just peaceful. Well, come on, Paul. You get with it. Let's get my seven bucks back. But, McGee, now, Mr. Williams has been trying. My goodness, don't be so impatient. No, I can't help it, kiddo. That's the way I do business. When I owe a guy money, that's one thing. But when a guy owes me, I want it right now. <laughs> Come in, 1-8-J-B-2. Come in, Manila. Oh, come on, Manila. 1-8-J-B-2, Manila, W-3-K-B-C, West Vista. Over. I've got them, McGee. Yeah. Hello, 1-8-J-B-2, stand oh, by. Here, McGee, take it. Yeah. Say over when you're through talking. Over, oh boy, where do I get a hold of that guy out? Uh, hello, hello, Manila. This is W-3-K-B-C, West Vista. Timber McGee talking. Over. 1-8-J-V-2, Manila, to W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista. Who? Over. W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista, to 1-8-J-V-2, Manila. Tibber McGee, over. 1-8-J-V-2, Manila, to W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista. So, over. W-3-K-D-C, Whistle Vista, to 1-8-J-V-2, Manila. You got a guy down there that owes me seven bucks, Billy Keith. My goodness, you don't have to tell the man's business to everybody. Why, right, Molly, they can't hear me. Get Billy Keith on the mic, bud. Tell him Silver McGee is right on his trail. Over. One egg, J.V. Two Manila to W. Three K. D. C. Whistle Vista. Who? Over. That bread and butter. I mean, W. Three K. D. C. Whistle Vista. The one egg, J.V. Two Manila. That bread and butter. I want Billy Keith. Over. With the government down there, over again. 
KJV2 Manila to W3KDC Whistle Vista. Oh, him. Over. <laughs> yeah, him. Over. He's not here. Over. This is almost as quick as swimming. Over. <laughs> Where is he? Dad Rabbit, he owes me dough, and if he thinks he's going to get away with it, he's got another thing coming. Over. 1-8-JV-2 Manila to W-3-KDC Whistle Vista. Keys went back to States day before yesterday. Civilian Airlines, that is all out. Uh, yeah, but wait a minute. Wait, 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 hey. How do you jiggle the hook on this thing, Foggy? They cut me off. Oh, I- I'm sorry, McGee, but they've evidently gone off the air. But McGee, the man said Mr. Keys had gone home, so... Oh, pardon me. We've got company again. Come in. Oh, hi there, Williams. I hope you don't mind me dropping in. Well, well, Billy Keys, come right in, Billy. We were just talking about you. Oh, maybe I'd find you over here, McGee. Hello, Mr. McGee. I stopped by to pay you that seven bucks, I owe you, McGee. Well, Billy Key, old man. Why, oh, shucks, that was, there wasn't any rush. Well, oh, <laughs> oh, thanks, but my gosh, I never worried about that seven bucks for a minute. <laughs> Good. Now, would you mind letting me have my $200 watch back that you're holding for security? <laughs> Yes, Mr. Wimple, all over. Just imagine, McGee, to the Philippines and back again in only a week. Yeah, his wife was sore because he was gone so long. Started to ball him out almost before he got off the plane. Flipper? And he wanted to, but there was a cop to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good night. Good night, all. Over. Oh, there's a big surprise in